week. See ya. And take care. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. Seven pro-democracy politicians are arrested on charges related to a chaotic meeting at LegCo on May 8th. Pro-establishment lawmaker Junius Ho urges reform of the judiciary and the education system in light of last year's social unrest. And former hospital authority chairman Anthony Wu says the city's borders with the mainland should be reopened. Police have arrested seven pro-democracy politicians, including four lawmakers, on charges relating to a chaotic committee meeting at the Legislative Council on May 8. Priscilla Ng reports. The four arrested lawmakers are Democratic Party trio Wu Chi-Wai, Andrew Wen and Helena Wong, as well as the Labour Party's Fernando Zheng. Ex-legislators Ray Chan and Xu Hoi Dick, as well as Labour Party chairman Stephen Kwok, also announced on their respective social media accounts that they were being arrested. In a statement, the police confirmed the arrests of six men and one woman aged between 33 and 63. It says they were arrested on suspicion of violating the Legislative Council Council Powers and Privileges Ordinance, specifically the offenses of contempt and interference with members, officers, or witnesses. Both offenses carry a penalty of a $10,000 fine and imprisonment for up to 12 months. The force says that seven are being detained for investigation and does not rule out more arrests. Lechko's pro-democracy camp has condemned the government for conducting what they said were indiscriminate arrests. In a statement, the pan-Democrats say the Powers and Privileges Ordinance excuse me, was originally meant to protect legislators. They say it's ridiculous that the law is now being abused and used as a tool to suppress dissent. They're calling for the immediate and unconditional release of their arrested colleagues. Pro-establishment lawmaker Junius Ho is urging the government to reform the SAR's education system and the judiciary in light of last year's social unrest. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Mr. Ho said the lack of national education in schools may be a reason why many young people joined unlawful protests last year and called for the SAR's independence. He also said a committee should be set up to lay down harsher sentencing guidelines in protest-related cases. In so far as our judiciary is concerned, the process of which is not pacing quick enough with the social needs, increasing judges is part of the solution, but very often the inadequacy in relief and sentencing in some of the cases which triggered the public outcry justified the introduction of some kind of sentencing committee to assist the court in achieving appropriate deterrent effect to meet with the social mischiefs. Financial Secretary Paul Chan is warning that employees in Hong Kong will continue to face tough times as the city reels from the impact of COVID-19. Mr. Chan said on his blog that even though GDP improved slightly in the third quarter, the job market is expected to remain in the doldrums. He says it's important for Hong Kong to tap into the vast opportunities offered by the development of the Greater Bay Area, adding the SAR has great potential in areas like risk management and the internationalization of the renminbi. Former hospital authority chairman Anthony Wu has given his backing to the idea of reopening the city's borders with the mainland, brushing aside concerns that a recently confirmed case may have been imported from there. Health officials say they don't know how a 44-year-old man who returned to the city from Shenzhen in early October got infected but stressed he was in the SAR during the incubation period. The man was exempted from a 14-day quarantine.
Mr. Wu says it's more likely the man caught the virus locally. I think we must try to open the border as soon as possible because that will help the Hong Kong economy. And so far, if you look at the mainland, I mean, the, the number of confirmed cases are so low and so few. And if you look at Shenzhen, they have zero cases for a long, long time. So it's quite safe if, if you look at the people from Shenzhen coming to Hong Kong. But of course, testing at the border, whether it's the airport or at the border, is important just to make sure that everybody coming in has done a test so that it's clean when they come in. Commerce Secretary Edward Yao says the government's finalizing the details of a travel bubble with Singapore and is hopeful that people will be able to start flying to the Lion City by the end of the month. Speaking to reporters, Mr. Yao said there'll be measures in place to suspend travel arrangements should there be a rebound in COVID-19 cases in either city. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. England is to go into a second coronavirus lockdown for a month from Thursday. The Prime Minister Boris Johnson cited scientific advice that the rapidly spreading virus risks overwhelming hospitals. In this country, alas, as across much of Europe, the virus is spreading even faster than the reasonable worst-case scenario of our scientific advisers whose models, as you've just seen, now suggest that unless we act, we could see death in this country running at several thousand a day, a peak of mortality, alas, uh, bigger than the one we saw in April. UK business leaders say the new lockdown will cripple retailers and cost countless jobs. But having avoided a complete second lockdown, the Prime Minister had to give in, as the BBC's Rob Watson explains. There are two things which have changed his mind. First of all, a fear that Britain's hospitals would simply be overwhelmed by new cases by Christmas. And secondly, the prospect of a daily death toll, worst case scenario, of 4,000 a day, which, if you think about it, even at the height of the crisis, the first wave in April, the deaths were 1,172. So it's those two things, that the health system breaking down and just a kind of ravage of daily death. A Greek Orthodox priest has received life-threatening gunshot wounds while closing his church in the French city of Lyon. Police have arrested a suspect who is said to resemble the gunman. The BBC's Nick Beek reports. The priest has been identified as 52-year-old Greek citizen Nicholas Kakavalakis. The Lyon prosecutor said the motive for the attack was not clear, but that regional police had opened an attempted murder investigation and would be keeping in close contact with the national counter-terror prosecutor. The country was placed on the highest security alert after three people were stabbed to death at a church in the southern city of Nice on Thursday, which the government described as an Islamist terrorist attack. Super Typhoon Goni has made landfall in the Philippines with sustained winds of 220 kilometers an hour. Parts of the main island of Luzon are expected to be battered in the coming hours. The BBC's Howard Johnson is in the capital, Manila. The Super Typhoon made landfall on Catanduanes just before 5 a.m. this morning in the Philippines. There's concern now for the more than 70,000 residents of the municipality of Virac, which took the full force of the storm. Communications with Virac town are currently down. Videos posted on social media from surrounding provinces show tin roofs ripped from buildings and heavy flooding. Millions of people live along the typhoon's path, which is expected to take it closely to the densely populated capital, Manila. Because of COVID-19 prevention measures, evacuation centers are limiting their capacity and enforcing social distancing measures. 
Sport Football Liverpool are top of the Premier League table after a late win against West Ham at Anfield. The BBC's Will Perry has more. Well, the champions go top of the Premier League, but they rarely came out of third gear. The double change working for Jurgen Klopp, a late Diogo Jota winner, played in by fellow sub Shakiri with the Portuguese smashing past Fabianski in the 85th minute. Shortly before, Jota denied a goal after a foul from Mane in the build-up, a decision that referee Kevin Friend made after going over to the pitch side monitor. Four nails put the visitors in front, a shot off the inside of the post after 10 minutes before Salah equalised just before half-time, winning and scoring the penalty. Penalty. Liverpool now unbeaten in 63 Premier League games at Anfield. Chelsea's good form continued with a comprehensive 3-0 win at Burnley. Head coach Frank Lampard said the hard work of integrating his expensive new recruits is paying dividends. With the new players and some being injured, I don't think we should have... I certainly was aware that we can't just throw that up in the air and it's going to land perfectly. We have to work on that one, and we've been working in real time, in games, and we probably dropped a couple of points where we are in that little process, and we're definitely not at the end of that process, but it was nice to see the new players play, the qualities, getting goals, the team looking solid. You can definitely feel the influence of Thiago and Edu uh, at the back of the team as well, so really nice signs, but the work has only still begun, it feels. Manchester City made its six matches unbeaten in all competitions with a 1-0 victory over Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. Manchester United host Arsenal tonight in the peak of Sunday's Premier League matches. England are at the Rugby Six Nation Champions. Are the Rugby Six Nation Champions. Their bonus point victory over Italy and Rome was enough to see Eddie Jones side top of the table and win the title after France beat Ireland in Paris. To end the news, our top stories once again. Seven pro-democracy politicians are arrested on charges related to a chaotic meeting at Lechco on May 8th. Pro-establishment lawmaker Junius Ho urges reform of the judiciary and the education system in light of last year's social unrest. And former hospital authority chairman Anthony Wu says the city's borders with the mainland should be reopened. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a fool, I because I'm easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Anywhere the wind blows, doesn't really matter.
really matters Too late My time has come Sent shivers down my spine Body's aching all the time Mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil for 